Hey, it's Luke here. I just want to tell you about a new podcast I'm involved in, which is called The C Word. Six weeks ago, my eldest brother Lee was diagnosed with stage 4 brain cancer. It is the type of news that stops you and your family in your tracks and offers a fairly sobering reminder of what this life is about. Over those six weeks, we've had many a conversations trying to understand this new health challenge and the road ahead. And as easy as it would be to fall into a heap and give in early with such difficult news, I asked my brother what he needed from me most. Outside of the obvious and much needed support for him and his family, he said, most importantly, I just need to focus on beating this with optimism. So with a desire to support in a way that benefits him, educates us, and hopefully informs those we don't know, we decided to create this podcast that could tell that story as it unfolds, capturing the highs, the lows, the unknowns, and hopefully plenty of optimism along the way. To come on the journey, search The C Word on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts free. Welcome to Itch. My name's Luke. I'm 32 years old, and I'm from Australia. I've spent my life with an insatiable curiosity, an itch, if you will, and a need to understand more. There is a clear desire for so many of us, irrelevant of background, ethnicity, or sexuality, to live more authentically and to seek out an alternative narrative to that which currently exists. I use my stories to take you on a journey where I've challenged my own truths through the ability to ask more questions than I have answers maintaining a great sense of humor, always viewing the world through a lens of empathy, but most importantly, to live in the gray. These attributes have assisted me to seek out different perspectives and to create a life that is more flourishing and progressive for me and, well, hopefully for those around me. So if you're interested to know more, welcome to Itch. Lesson 12. Be a great teammate. Today I want to talk to you about a lesson that is, I'm going to say it's probably been a a fairly recent one and it came uh, at a great time from a friend of mine and I'm going to share with you, I guess, the the situation and and the insight that I found because I I just, I was really quite taken by it and in fact, since then, I've been using this and it's actually began to transform my relationships across the board. So the example I'm going to give you today is an example uh, with my partner, but but this has transformed relationships across the board and it's about being a great teammate. And it's funny, when you first start thinking about what does it mean to be a great teammate, I'm sure your head goes to things like, you know, maybe your what happens at work or um, maybe a local sporting thing or maybe a community organization or something where, you know, you're looking at that traditional sense of what does it mean to be on a team? Instead, I want to look at it in your everyday relationships and what does it mean to be on the team of those that you love? And so the story goes to a time when myself and my partner were, were um, having trouble as all relationships do. It wasn't even having trouble, we were just having arguments, you know. It was just that, it was that time where, like everything, relationships get to a point and then they start to grow and things start to stretch and move. And, and maybe you, you know, haven't been paying certain attention to one thing and paying too much attention to another. And, and it's just all kind of out of balance. It's kind of like in the morning when you start stretching and you wake up and you stretch your body and it kind of it feels a little bit good but it also hurts a bit and you're tired but you want to get up and it's that it's that weird in between space and and sometimes 
I think relationships just naturally go through it, right? Otherwise you become stagnant. And what, what's the point of being in, in that relationship in my opinion? So we're at this time and, and we're having a little bit of trouble and, and we weren't necessarily seeing eye to eye. We're quite frustrated all the time. And the frustration was building and that definitely builds on my side. I'm, I'm definitely the first person I can put my hand up to say that I will become more frustrated or, or, or stressed at something. Um, and I'll go and I'll take it away and I'll internalize it myself. And then when it's ready to have the conversation, it'll explode <laughs> into fireworks of emotion and we'll kind of deal with it in that way. Anyway, so it was this time where we were having an argument and we're having multi, you know, quite a few arguments one after the other. Um, and I was becoming frustrated. So I went and had a conversation with a friend of mine and I was explaining it to her. So my partner um, comes from a Middle Eastern background and, you know, I've spent time, I've lived over there. I understand, you know, I understand culturally um, those, the, you know, certain cultural aspects of, of, of that background. Um, and she also, this other friend of mine comes uh, also from, from that region. So whenever I have a problem, I go and have a chat with her because it's just, she just gets it. She understands it. I can talk through things and, and, you know, generally we'll spend the time kind of laughing at, at different stuff and I can come back and go, okay, I'm, I'm just not seeing it right. And, uh, and I went and I was having a chat with her one day and, and, and I was really, you know, we're getting to this really difficult point. Um, and I was going on and I was, I was really trying to make a point because at the end of the day, I was like, no, but I just want him to see it how I see it, you know? It was almost like, no, he needs to know that I'm right with these feelings, you know? He has to see it in the way that I want to see it. And this friend of mine was uh, kind of laughing at it and said, you know, she can be exactly the same between her and her husband. And so she, she was saying to me, look, I, I do the same thing. I, you know, she'll be quite emotional and she'll go in there and she'll, she'll sometimes just, <laughs> she just want to have a fight, right? Like, come on, <laughs> let's just air this out. And before she can even get all wound up and crazy at him, he'll turn around and he will say, I'm on your team. Stop, I'm on your team. Why are you upset? And before she even has an opportunity to take it any further, it dissolves the argument. It doesn't mean they don't have the conversation. There's definitely a conversation, but it dissolves the fuel. And she'll find a way and she'll go, okay, yeah, yeah, right, okay, fine. Ugh, but I'm still frustrated. Okay, well, let's talk about why you're frustrated and do that. But we're not gonna go down the path of having to fight one another. And I found this a really interesting concept. And so I took her words and I brought it back into my own relationship. And I would use it to kind of self-moderate myself, uh, you know, to self-moderate uh, in those situations as well. But I found it a really interesting technique. So cue the next time we're going to have an argument <laughs> and I feel quite frustrated and he's frustrated and we come in and we go to, to argue with one another. And before we even have the opportunity to, to go into that, I'll now turn around and I'll, I'll think to myself, do I want to be right or do I want to be on his team? And it's a really interesting change in your mindset because all of a sudden you've gone from the frustration to want to fight with this individual and to, to be right and to, to, to win, you know, that competitive animalistic thread coming through you. And instead you're turning around and going, well, am I willing to sacrifice that in order for us to be on one another's team because actually if I do win 
it'll probably make you feel bad. And it will probably make you not want to be on my team. And so I've started introducing this into, into anytime we have arguments, you know, do, do you want to be, and I'll say it, do you want to be right or do you want to be on each other's team? <laughs> and as frustrating as I'm sure that ends up becoming for, for him as well, it just changes the dynamic and it actually just changes the way that you have the conversation. And so the lesson that I've taken from that is, you know, at the end of the day, we don't need to be right. We actually need to be a great teammate first. And if we're a great teammate first, it means that we actually put ourselves in a position in those times where in a relationship, you can feel like you're about to butt heads. You can feel like you're about to come at one another. And before you go in into that arena and go charging at them, you actually look and go, hey, we're on the same team, right? And all of a sudden it just removes the frustration and makes you go, yeah, well, we are. Well, then how can we have a conversation as a team to air what's wrong, to air what our frustrations are, but to know that when we're doing that, it's all because we want to remain on each other's side. So I guess I want to invite you to think about it for yourself. I've used this particular example uh, by way of my own you know, intimate relationship, my personal relationship, but it's not limited to that. This concept of being a great teammate is not limited to a particular relationship. Rather, I feel it's a lesson or an, 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 a way of thinking for all types of relationships, whether it is family, it's your personal intimate relationships, or even just friendships, or, you know, getting back to those more traditional ones that probably came to mind at the, at the beginning around being a teammate, meaning, you know, when you're, when you're at work and, or, or if you've got your, your business partner and so on. So I want us to think about it for ourselves. And I guess think about the next time, if you were to take this on board and if you were to really apply this to your world, what does it mean in those situations for you to be right versus to be on the, 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 the team of that other individual? And what good can actually come of it? You know, I found that in, in certain situations, you know, when we have been arguing, the more that I've kind of reinforced this idea of going, do you want to be right or do you want to be on my team? And saying it over and again, it, it almost forces both of us to rethink and reposition ourselves. Are we, are we trying to, to clash or do we want to ultimately collaborate? And therefore, what is the approach? What's, what's the movement that needs to happen here? You know, are we getting in the arena and are we running bare knuckled at each other? Or in fact, are we wanting to come and sit at a table and, and, and have a conversation? Is it, is it an arena or is it the, <laughs> the UN peace talks? You know, where, where, are, we, where are we meeting on this? And, and I think with this new idea, with, the, with this kind of shift in the way that we go about it, it repositions us to to be better at collaborating, to be better at looking at the situation and going, we are frustrated, therefore we have unresolved feelings. We're, we're obviously not speaking the same language at the moment um, and we're moving into a state of conflict, which means you know there, there, there's some resolution that needs to happen here. But we can either do that in a state of anger, in this chemical state of anger, which no doubt will have one of us or both of us saying things at times that we don't want to say. Or do we want to approach it in a way where we try and be a little bit more diplomatic? We don't invalidate feelings. We don't remove uh, talking about sensitive topics. It is still a difficult conversation. But is the mindset now a win or lose situation? And so therefore we have a battleground. 
Or is it something where we say, actually, we've still got each other's back. So if we have each other's back, what's the best way to go about it? And so I invite you to think about it for yourself. And the next time you're moving into this space of conflict, let's say it's with a loved one um, of any kind or, or a team, you know, a, an actual teammate from, a, from an organizational perspective, I want you to think about a couple of things. When you're about to go in there, and it's probably easier thinking of, 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 a, of a loved one where emotion can get high, and you're looking at them and you're ready to launch and, and to, to, to prove your point, I want you to think about three things. Do I want to be right? Or do I want to be on their team? And if I am right, what do we then as a team lose? But if I'm not right, what do we gain? I'm Luke Evans. Thanks for listening to Itch.